0: Yeah, well, Jeff, I guess it's been a long time between these Zealand Opens for you. It has. I think it was at 98 in Formosa, maybe, I think, the last time I played here. Um, which was after all my Q schools and stuff when I just turned pro and it was blowing 50 k's an hour or something. I don't think I had much fun, so it's been a long time. It's a hard schedule. When you play in America, mostly, it's this time of year is tough because you're kind of getting off to a good start and you really wanted to play, so I haven't been able to come down and play in the Southern Hemisphere for a long time. But Just moved back to Melbourne, so... Opens up a few of these opportunities to do some more stuff and to come to Queenstown. I mean, who doesn't want to come here? So is that the key to it? You've sort of moved back home, so you're open to more Australasian tournaments, if you like? Yeah, it's it's just... I've always wanted to play them all, but it's just difficult when you've got an $8 million tournament over there and that's your job, if you like, livelihood, to keep your card and all that sort of stuff. It's difficult to go 24 hours across the world to play a little one just because you want to. Um, but now, yeah, I've... Decided to move back, I'm not going to play full schedule over there, so the opportunity to play stuff like this that I've always kind of wanted, to, the ones I've wanted to play, does that make sense? Um, so yeah, it's going to be great. Spend a bit more time with the kids at home and play in New Zealand and play in Australia and uh, kind of work out what I want the next 10 years of schedule to look like, but at the moment this is where I'm at. Does it look like a bucket list event for you? you in the New Zealand Open at the Hills, I mean, as you say, Queenstown's a special place, is it? it? always has. I mean, I've, this is my first time to Queenstown, strangely enough. i um, and, and everybody who comes back is just like, how could you not go to Queensland? It's the, best, it's the prettiest place in the whole world. So, um, and every player for the last however many years, the tournaments have been down here. Everyone who comes back and says, you've got to go there one day, that's just incredible. So it's always been on the list. Um, and super excited that it, I can do it now. Yeah, it's great. Where's your game at? Uh, I'm hitting it well, I think. Um, with Vic Open, I kind of had some moments where I played okay. Um, Perth, it was awful. Uh, a couple of weeks ago but I practiced a little bit last week and played and it, it feels pretty good and a lot of it is just kind of uh, not enough miles in the legs not fitness wise but you know you I mean just not enough scorecard tournament rounds in the last six months a lot of it are just little scoring things but as I've played two of the last three and as I said my ball striking feels great if I can make a few putts I feel like if I can get a feeling and get into the tournament does that make sense like get a bit of contention and feel a bit I think it'll all come back there's no reason why i can't play well so what does your year look like now i mean wh- how many how many events would you be playing this year i don't know um i really don't know i kind of like lost my head with the whole thing kind of in the middle of last year i was just really hating leaving the kids every week and i wasn't playing well and it had been 20 years of suitcase and hotels and i just kind of wanted to put a pause on that um it had always been the plan to move back to australia at some point and the kind of the timing with the kids in school and their age, you're gonna to get to a point where it would've been difficult if we stayed there much longer. Um, so, the schedule-wise, I don't know. I'm, this is my last one that I've got booked at the moment. I'm playing in New Orleans, I think, in a few months in the, uh, I think, in the US. Maybe play some European summer, maybe not this year, and then just kind of, we'll just see. Yeah, I just, I just don't know. I'm just being happy being dad at the moment, doing the school run and um, playing a bit of golf and. Not being in a hotel, you know, so I don't know what the schedule's going to be, but I'm definitely always going to be a golfer and I love golf more than I ever have. So it's just balancing the family and what I want to do at the moment and kind of finding my way into the schedule I want to play. Yeah. I guess it's similar with uh, Michael Campbell. You know, you think both of you guys both won the U.S. Opens, both had your tough times since and all the rest of it, and you're both here this week. I mean, yeah, listen. it's brilliant. I just saw Cambo down the range. It's the first time for, like, five or six years I've seen him, which is which was cool. I mean, i spent a lot of time with Cambo. And, yeah, we won U.S. Opens back-to-back, kind of, uh, two years in a row. Um, spent a lot of time with him in Europe and in America, so it's good to see him back. Similar, I guess, um, albeit he kind of hasn't played at all, really, the last five or six years I've been trying to play. Yeah. Um, with some success here and there, but this is a really difficult job if you want to be at home. Um, I I grew up wanting to travel the world and play golf and that's all I ever wanted to do. But then you have kids and you start having more of a reason to be at home and you develop a family life and a kind of a set up at home and going away is just a little bit less attractive. And when you're playing well, that's okay. But when you play bad and you keep going away, that kind of wears you out a little bit. So um, I know how he got to where he got. and yeah, I just need a bit of a gap year, if that makes sense, and live, live in Australia and enjoy that. And As I said, my schedule will take shape over the next six months or a year of how much golf I want to play and where I want to play it. Just, I still love golf. I still wake up in the morning and grab a golf club and swing it and see how it feels in the morning. So it's still my thing. So, uh, Can you imagine life without golf? Um, it'd probably be fun, wouldn't it, life without golf? No, I can't actually. It's it's borderline obsession for most of us out here, I think, golf a little bit. Um, I'm into the architecture. I've got a lot of architecture. Uh, got, we've. I joined a great company and we formed a great company, I guess, a new company, and it's really busy. We're busy through 22 and doing some work in Asia and Australia and America. and So that's a, a passion that I can get involved with and get more and more into, and that's golf and, and the playing and all that. So we'll see. But I still want to go down the range and... Hit the ball better than I did yesterday. What does success uh, this week mean for Jeff Ogilvie? I'd like to get in contention. Um, that's apart from the just the pure love of playing golf. The professional golf for me is fun when you're in contention and you're feeling it. Um, especially those like last nine holes on a Sunday. That's really really special. It's not. It's not neither here nor there if you win it that's different. You obviously want to win the tournament, but the true enjoyment for me has always been when I had a chance and I'm in the mix with guys playing well and you're making putts and hitting good shots when you're feeling it. And Success for me would be to get some sort of uh, get into contention and, and see how I go because that's the part that I really enjoy about professional golf. Jeff, I'm led to believe you like your golf history mm-hmm. and obviously uh, the significance of this event this week, the 100th uh, tournament, uh, obviously isn't lost on you. No, I mean 100's amazing. I mean, there's not that many uh, that have gone that long. I don't think. I mean, the, the modern corporate world we have new names and new tournaments all the time. But Australia, Canada, Brit- British Open, U.S. Open. I mean, New Zealand's up there without a hundred New Zealand Opens. That's a pretty stout golf history. Uh, so to be a part of it and the field that's assembled and the amateur field too, like this is everyone recognizes. I think the significance. This year is really special. Um, it's Queenstown, so who doesn't want to come? Uh, so yeah, winning the just being involved in the hundredth is great. I mean, winning it would be even better. Australia has a really proud history in this tournament because you, you go back to like Peter Thompson and, and and the like, and and in recent years we've seen quite a few Australians win this tournament. So that's obviously a great thing for Australian golfers. I think I think Australia's uh, pretty comfortable in New Zealand. I think New Zealanders are pretty comfortable in Australia. We see the world in a similar way, um, and we think of new zealand as our friendliest neighbor as our best friend really as a country so we love coming here and tomo was brilliant at going around the world and flying the flag for golf in australia and he played everywhere and he quite a lot you go to these tournaments it's like oh peter won this tournament six times and peter won this tournament eight times and peter won this tournament ten times it's like what do you think it's like he traveled a lot and he played a lot and he played well everywhere he went so uh yeah we've got a great history in this tournament it'd be great to get on the trophy as well for sure Jeff, it's President's Cup here and you're a captain's assistant. Do you feel like what Ryan Fox did in Perth in the match play there has sort of put him on the radar? For sure, I think. Um, we, uh, Ernie and I and others involved who I don't know if they're public names or you're, you're not, but we're getting emails every Monday. Uh, we're kind of discussing what happened in World Golf and all the internationals and how they're playing and and he's in that conversation with 20 or 30 guys. So, um, And he moved much more into the conversation, obviously, with Perth. So it'd be great for Ryan to get involved. We haven't had a New Zealander in the um, Presidents Cup for a while, I don't think. Canva, maybe? 15. Danny Lee. Danny Lee. There you go. So, um, But it being down here, too, it would be brilliant to have it full of Australians and New Zealanders. and um, Yeah, it'd be great. He's on the radar, for sure. Nice. Cool. Thank you very much. No worries. Yeah, yeah. Go. Cool.